Hey everyone, this is Steve Hernandez, host of the Waterwise Pro Podcast. This is episode number three. I'm going to call this one Leveling Up, right? So we're, we're coming to the end of the year and we're not doing a lot of studying, right? We, we have some exams coming up, but they're not till like February, March uh, of next year. So right now all we're doing is we're trying to figure out how we can level up in the following year, in the next year, right? How do we get that next promotion? How do we get to, uh, to the agency that we really want to work for? Maybe we're not happy where we're at and we want to level up and go somewhere else. Or maybe we're just trying to get in the, uh, the get into the industry. And so how do we uh, prepare ourselves for those opportunities? Remember, it's better to be prepared for an opportunity and not have one than to have an opportunity and not be prepared. Okay. And so what we're going to talk about is uh, filling out applications, filling, filling out a resume, putting a resume together, and then just kind of getting ready for the interview when uh, when the time comes. Okay. So at my last agency that I worked at, I went there and I took a cut and pay to go there. Okay. So uh, where I was at, I was, you know, I was doing well. But I could see that there was uh, more room for advancement in other places. And so this uh, this agency that I went to, this was Three Valleys. Three Valleys had some really great opportunities to grow and get your certs and some incentives to get your certs. And so I looked at where I, you know, going there, I could get more certification, get some more experiences that I wouldn't, I wasn't going to get at my current organization. And so I was willing to take a cut and pay and uh, make up for, for that in the long run. Okay. And so you don't necessarily have to keep leveling up. Sometimes you need to look at the future of the organization that you're in and uh, understand that, hey, you know what, maybe it's time. And you have to understand, too, that, you know, I, I'm a big, uh, a big believer on being loyal to your organization. But at the same time, your loyalty needs to be to your family more than anyone else, okay, or more than anything else, okay? And so what I mean by that is that uh, you go to work, you get paid, okay? The company does not owe you anything, and you don't owe that company anything outside of what your normal duties are supposed to be. Okay, you can go above and beyond and hopefully prepare yourself for uh, the next opportunities or promotions or or what have you. Okay, but just remember that organization does not owe you a darn thing. Okay, and so what you need to do is understand is if there's opportunities to grow, then you need to invest in yourself take classes, get the next certification, stay a little bit later, work hard, right? And uh, and level up there in your organization. If there's not room for you to grow, you still got to do all those things, okay? Because you don't want to half-ass any of your work that you're, you know, you're currently at just because you feel that it's a stepping stone to get to where you really want to be, okay? Uh, just remember, this, org- this industry is a very small world. And if you're burning your bridges or you're not uh, leaving good impressions everywhere you go, then it's going to carry with you. People are going to know you and uh, you, it's going to be really hard to get away from that stuff. So um, look at what opportunities are around you. Okay. On the uh, Instagram, I'm always posting up job description, uh, job opportunities from different organizations. Uh, BC Water Jobs is a good outlet to see what organizations are uh, hiring. And then if you're just like uh, you're focused on one organization in particularly, you know, you always want to check in maybe weekly and see if there's any organizational opportunities to uh to take on and so uh yeah so how do we get prepared for these opportunities okay obviously we talked about certification on the last episode uh and now we're talking about um how do we prepare ourselves for the actual recruitment process okay so the first thing we're going to do is we're going to see a, a job announcement or a job posting on that at waterwise pro on the instagram right you're going to see that we're going to go to that that hiring agency's website and what we're going to do is we're going to dissect the heck out of that job description. Okay, so we look at the job description, look it up and down, see what requirements are going to be of that position. Do I qualify? What kind of duties are going to be um, 
asked of me on the daily basis, okay? And if it's something that that you feel fits you um, or something that you really see yourself uh, doing, even if you don't qualify for it, apply for it. Always want to apply up if possible, okay? But obviously, like I said, you can make some lateral shifts too. But you always want to try to, um, you know, level up, okay? So even if you don't qualify, you never know who's going to apply. Maybe maybe you'll be the only one that qualifies uh, certification-wise. Maybe you don't have the experience, but you have the search, okay? So, you know, just don't ever sell yourself short. You know, try to get that opportunity, okay? So know the job description, okay? That's number one. Know the job description. When it comes to filling out the application, what we're going to do is we're going to try to tailor our previous experiences and educational experience, job experiences, life experience, whatever, right, to that application and uh, according to the uh, job description. So if the job's talking about um, doing underground utilities or reading water meters or shoot clerical work in the, in the office, uh, record keeping, any of that stuff. So any job descriptions or any work experience that you have done in the past, you have to bring all that stuff out so that it highlights the same things that you're putting on the application that is mimicking basically the same requirements that are going to be asked of you on the job description or uh, when you get the position. Okay. And so a lot of people want to put all this random information or random job duties that they've done in the past that have nothing to do with the job that they're applying for. Now understand it. Um, if you don't have any uh, work experience related to the uh, the current job that you're applying for, that's uh, understandable. But at the same time, there's got to be some main things that you can uh, touch on that are like uh, what you've seen on the job description. Okay, because if you have no uh, work experience or uh, no relatable experience to what's on that job description, you might not uh, that might not be the job for you. Okay, and so. Uh, just save yourself some time and, and keep, uh, you know, investing in yourself, maybe, you know, doing some volunteer work or, you know, just do some ride alongs with uh, some of the neighboring agencies to see if that's something that you really want to do. Okay. So the application again, uh, make sure it's complete as a manager. I've done a lot of recruitments. I've probably hired, I don't even know, probably, you know, 30, 40 people in my 10 years. And, um, what I've always looked at is for a complete application if uh, the application is not complete already, it's getting a, it's gonna, it's gonna get a check mark on it, uh, just because I feel it. If you're, um, you're not, um, let's just say it. If you're too lazy to fill out the application or not thorough enough to fill out the application, how can I expect you to get, uh, get some quality work done for us in our organization? Okay. So, uh, first impressions, what the applications are huge. Also. I can always tell if the person that applied for the position filled out that application or not, or if their girlfriend or their wife filled out the application for them. Might sound funny, but some of these applications I get, you could totally tell it's, uh, you know, the, the lettering's like really bubbly or, you know, it has a certain flow to it. But then when it comes to the signature, it does not match the, uh, the you know, the, the penmanship at all. You know, just, uh, you know, own it. If, if you don't, if you're not good with, uh, um, filling out applications, what I would always do, I would get two applications. I'd fill out one in pencil. And when I was done making all the, you know, edits and, and you know, change ups and stuff like that, I'd get the second application and I'd fill it all in pen, just copy and, you know, copy right over in pen. Okay. Uh, if you're doing it online, then you can just, uh, you know, obviously just, you know, type it all up, make sure it's, uh, uh complete. There's no fluff. Okay. Tailor the info to the job and, uh, make sure it's, it's your signature. Okay. <laughs> That's the application. 
Resumes, people always ask, hey, how long should the resume be? Okay, so be considerate of those that are reading the applications and the resumes. Um, they have they have some uh, things to do other than read your read your resume. Okay, so I've seen resumes that are eight, 10 pages long, no lie. Uh, you know, I, we don't have time to read 50 applications and 10 page long resumes. It's just not gonna happen, okay? Me, myself, I have you know close to 19 years of experience in the industry. My resume is one side, one page, okay? It's not two-sided, it's one-sided, one page. It's uh, filled out to the T. There's no blank spaces on my resume, but uh, I just wanna make sure that uh, whoever sees my resume, they see it and it's like, man, there's all kinds of stuff on this page. Let's, let's dig in and see what he's got, okay? I don't wanna be flipping through pages looking at this long resume, okay? you know, seeing what elementary school you went to or what kind of grades you got in junior high, like that, that stuff doesn't matter, okay? So just make it short and sweet. Make sure it's tailored to the job that you're applying for, okay? So if you're going for a treatment position, maybe you have a resume that's for a treatment operator position. If you're going for a supervisor position, maybe you tailor one just for supervisory positions, okay? And so there's nothing wrong with having multiple resumes. There's no rule that says you can't have multiple resumes. Um, you just got to make sure that's tailored to the actual job that you're hiring for. Okay. So short and sweet. Uh, no one wants to spend uh, you know hours reading your resume and then make sure it's tailored to the job specifically. Okay. Uh, cover letters are always nice too to go with the the resume. Cover letters just like hey, this is my name. Appreciate the consideration of my application and resume package. Thank you for the opportunity and uh, look forward to hearing back from me. That's all you need to put on the cover letter. That's it. Okay. Interviews. Okay. Being on social media um, with the Instagram, get a lot of, a lot of followings. You, you, I, I cannot tell you how many late nights I've had with some of you doing um, just kind of interview preparation stuff, you know, drilling, you know, throwing questions out. Somebody, uh, hey, Steve, you know, what, what should I wear to this interview tomorrow? I got an interview tomorrow. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on what I should wear. And so spent a lot of time um, just kind of doing some uh, career coaching with, with you guys. And, and, uh, and, and a lot of people kind of freak out on just like just getting started with the dress code okay so dress code business casual google it okay business casual uh if you're going for any frontline staff operator position uh it's going to be business casual and that what that means is nice pair of shoes right some nice jeans right not your you know dirty work jeans um and a button-up shirt or a polo okay for for guys same thing for women maybe a nice blouse okay if you're going for a supervisor position then that's when you break out the sports coat uh maybe some slacks a button-up maybe even a tie okay i've been in management for now 10 years um i don't wear ties to work and uh, you know it's just one of those things where if I'm hiring a frontline position, one of, like a water service tech one position, I'm not going to expect the guy to have a you know a blazer on or a, a tie or any of that stuff. Okay, and so I've had people come in suit and tie. Hey man, come on in. It's just going to be a you know a casual interview. Uh, have a seat. You guys like what? Uh, a, a casual interview and, and uh, just like, yeah, yeah, you know, just you know, relax. You could tell the guy was nervous. What he does is he, he pops off his, his clip on tie, rolls it up, puts it in his pocket. I, d I wanted to start laughing, but at the same time, obviously I'm trying to be respectful. You know, this guy, he's obviously nervous. Um, that leads me to this second thing for interviews. Don't be weird, right? Just be yourself. Okay. I know it's really nerve wracking going in, getting quizzed about uh, who you are and what your experiences are. And, uh, but we've all been there. Okay. So, uh, just, just understand that the people sitting on the other side of the table have been in that same position you are. Okay. And understand that this opportunity that you have in front of you is the best freaking opportunity that you have. Okay. Understand that 
you wouldn't be applying for this position. You wouldn't be showing up to this interview if you had other opportunities going on or you had better opportunities going on for you. This is the best opportunity you have. So you have to seize the moment. You have to go in there, guns blazing, and show them why they need to have you on your t- on their team, okay? Uh, if you're being weird or you're not being yourself or you're just trying to play a part, you not being genuine is going to show and uh, you're always going to hire that, you know, that individual, okay? So... Uh, also don't BS. Okay. So they're going to start asking you questions, um, just about your, you know, your personal experiences and stuff like that. You know, you don't, you usually, you know, lie about your personal, you know, story, but, uh, if they start asking you uh, technical questions or maybe it's about a treatment plan process or, you know, how to fix a water main or whatever, don't BS because you got to understand that those guys are the professionals on the other side of the table. And so they know what the right answers are. So if you come in, you know, trying to BS your way through a, you know, interview question, they're going to pick it out and you're like, man, this guy's lying. He's, uh, he's never done it before. And you could tell that, you know, he's never done it before. So if you get asked a question, you don't know it, say, Hey, you know what? I honestly, I don't know the answer to that question uh, so i'm not even going to guess I, I would i would hate to look foolish if i guessed on this question again and, and maybe some of these interviews that you go to you have very limited experience so what you do with that you just kind of just own it Just say hey you know what um, what i lack in experience i make up for with dedication uh, hard hard work ethic and determination to to not be beaten you know you say stuff like that in an interview man you, you're gonna score big points okay but if you go in there, uh, you know, just making stuff up or just kind of pulling stuff out of your ass for these, you know, questions, it, it's not going to go very far. Okay, so just stick to what you know, you know, and just be be genuine, be your be yourself. Okay, towards the end of the interview, what they're going to do is they're going to say, hey, you know, do you have anything to add to to uh, to this inter- interview or any questions you might want to ask? My biggest pet peeve is when people ask about benefits or salary, right? That stuff drives me nuts. Like that stuff's on the website. That stuff was on the job description. You don't need to ask about that stuff. I want to hire someone that wants to work for our community, that wants to be a part of our team and gives examples of why they want to work for our team. I want someone that wants to find a home for their family, right? An organization they can grow in and it's an organization they can uh, apply their skill set to and provide value to. Uh, I I don't want somebody asking about, hey, so, you know, what kind of benefits do you guys have? Or it's like, man, that stuff's on the website. You know, you don't need to be asking that question in in an interview. That just kind of, that's just, that's just fluff, man. That doesn't, there's just no weight to those questions. And we all know that the interview that you're going to is obviously going to be the best opportunity for you as well as you should know that too. And so we obviously know that you're coming because of uh, either money or benefits and, and that's just like so you just wipe that stuff off the table and let's just get down to business okay and so when it comes to that last little like sales pitch you know if you get an opportunity to, to say hey you know I got a little bit more uh, to add you can kind of tell in the interview whether you got the position or not or you just kind of feel comfortable or just feel confident on the way it went down that's your just your last opportunity to just sell it okay and what I mean by that is to say hey you know what um, I can tell I didn't do too well in the interview I can tell that there's um, there's some technical questions you guys have asked me that uh, I just don't feel uh, 100% on, but I want you to know that uh, I hate to fail. I, I don't like being outworked. Uh, I do take a lot of pride in what I do. And what I lack in experience and knowledge, I make up for with dedication, hard work, loyalty, all that great stuff, okay? Again, if you're not selling, they're not buying, okay? 
they want to make sure that they are hiring the right person for their position, okay? The right person for their team. Maybe they're looking for another, you know, quarterback for the team. Maybe they're looking for someone that's just going to be just a hard worker, right? Or a leader, right? So you just got to make sure that um, if you were sitting on the other side of the table, you would want to hire yourself. So you got to be confident, right? You got to own what you know. Be humble and know that you don't know everything and that you're willing to learn and you're willing to demonstrate that for them. And yeah, just just be real. I've been in uh, positions where I knew I didn't get the I didn't I didn't get that job. You know, I'll, I'll uh, share this story with you. So when I was at the last organization, I was trying to become a manager. Like I said, I applied for at least a dozen supervisor and manager positions all through Southern California. Uh, I'm not going to name all the eight agencies that I applied for, but I applied for a lot. Okay, and so. The one that I applied for that was, uh, I'll never forget, was uh, city, a city of Anaheim. I applied for City of Anaheim. It was their water distribution superintendent position. I understood that that was a massive uh, jump for me from being a treatment plan operator to a distribution superintendent with no treatment, or I'm sorry, with no leadership experience, no management experience, okay? And so I was just stoked that there was an opportunity. I qualified on paper with the certification, uh, certification that I had. And so I went up there, I applied, had my interview and I could tell that, uh, uh, it was a, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. And there was a, it was a huge position to fill. And so towards the end of the interview, I could tell that, you know, that I wasn't going to go on to the second round just because of lack of experience. And, and so they asked, Hey, you know, Hey Steve, so, uh, do you have anything, any questions you want to ask or, you know, anything you'd like to share with us? And I said, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't really feel that I have anything else to share. Uh, at this point, I think I've kind of said it all, but I, I do have a question. And my question is, is there any constructive criticism that you can give back to me? Any, any positive feedback that you can give me from based on this interview? Now, I understand if, if you can't, um, you know, give me anything to work with. And I, and I asked these questions to some other agencies and they wouldn't, you know, give me any feedback. And they just said, well, I can't, we can't really say. And so, you know, you have to hear back from, uh, HR at this point, but, I did ask, uh, again, this, you know, this uh, obviously was the hiring manager for the position. I'll never forget what he told me. He said, Steve, you're doing everything right. You know, you got all the credentials. You got great education, you know, behind you. You know, the classes you've taken and you know, certification you have. Great work experience. Seems like you're a highly motivated guy. Just keep doing what you're doing. Like you said, uh, you can tell that, you know, you, prob- you probably know that we're, we're trying to get somebody that has a little bit more experience than you do. You know, we're just going to flat out tell you, you know, we're looking for someone, somebody who has a little bit more experience than you. But just keep doing what you're doing, Steve. You're going to land one. You're going to land one. Okay. I'll never forget that. Okay. And so the next position I applied for, I got it. In the city of Watsonville. He just, he, I walked out just feeling so motivated to keep applying. Um, I, like I said, I knew I didn't get that job. But uh, I felt like, you know, like I needed to hear that because, again, I had applied for about a dozen positions, interviewed, second interview, right? Um, But just didn't, they just, none of them panned out, okay? So you have to understand that when you're applying for these jobs, you might not get it. You might not get an interview, might not get a second interview, might not even get the, you know, the callback for, uh, for the job. But you have to understand you got to keep doing what you're doing, okay? You got to keep, and sometimes you got to stop doing what you're doing you got to level up right if you're applying for that same position year after year after year and your application is identical year after year after year you're doing it wrong you got to understand that they didn't pick you for a reason 
okay and so if you got to go back to the drawing board take a couple more classes take a couple more certifications try to get some more work experience then apply for that position but if you're applying for that same position time after time and you're lacking experience and you know any new experience and you're putting the same stuff on the application and resume you're not growing okay so if you didn't get it one time what makes you think that they're going to consider you on the second round okay you, you got to keep leveling up with your education with your certs your experience and what you're going to do is you're going to find yourself in a position where you got this great opportunity in front of you you seize the moment and now it's your time to basically put all that stuff together you know from the previous work experiences the applications the resume the interview all that stuff now it's time to demonstrate it for the organization for this new team and uh you know basically just keep growing okay that's leveling up in regards to uh trying to get the job and so we talked about applications uh resumes interviews like i said if you're not uh if you're not getting that position time and time again you got to level up evaluate yourself say hey you know what am i missing right am i missing a couple more classes am i missing a cert that they're telling me to get if it's on the jo job description and it's requ it's a requirement for me and another recruitment goes by and another recruitment goes by and that same requirement's still on there and i don't have it guess what you're probably not going to get it the third time or the fourth time okay and like i said sometimes you need to go and do some volunteer work too that's just that's just uh that's just being real right i have, I have people that have volunteered for us uh for months and for free but uh, just know that the people that you're going against in these jobs uh, are volunteering they're working part-time right they're they're going to school all night long trying to get that uh, the next cert or next you know class behind them and so if that's your competition then you need to get your stuff together and make it happen again if you're going for an interview coming up you're applying for a job understand that this is the best opportunity you have in front of you it's time to seize that moment all right peace